Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harrods here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got a bit of a, I'll say slightly weak day to start off the week this week, and it feels a lot like the calm before the storm. We talked about that kind of feeling last week as well, and it's because this week really kicks off Q1 earnings season, and it doesn't start till Wednesday, so it didn't begin today, but it kicks off Wednesday morning, and we've got the big banks, as usual, going first here. All before the open Wednesday morning, we've got JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, all set to announce earnings, uh, and leading up to this event, financials are looking strong right now. XLF, the financials ETF, hit another new all-time high today, has been hitting new all-time highs leading up to this as well. So it could be a buy-the-rumor-sell-the-news event, but after the year that we just had, Q1 last year to Q1 this year, we think, and we've said it here a lot, that we're going to get some blowout numbers from earnings. So it really begins this week. But other than that, for today's markets, while we may have finished down for our major indexes, we did see some pockets of strength in certain areas that we see as very bullish here. And I'll get to more on that here in a second. But first, let's take a look at our market action on the day today. We got a, a solid final hour of trading, not quite enough to finish at the highs of the day or to even keep us in positive territory for that matter. But we finished well off the lows of the day, so that's what you want to see uh, in all of our major indexes. But we did get a new all-time high today as well, a new all-time intraday high from the S&P 500, which finished down, I mean, really pretty flat on the day, down 0.02%. So right there, a new all-time high territory, and we say it here often, but new all-time highs are not a bearish occurrence. So good to see, even if it's an intraday high today, the S&P down just 0.02% to 4,127. We were followed there by the Dow, down 0.16% on the day to 33,745. Also, just right there at a new all-time high. We closed the new all-time highs Friday, so we're you know that exact amount, 0.16 away from a new all-time high. So... No reason to be yelling that the sky is falling when we're that close to new all-time highs at this point. The NASDAQ was next up here, down just over three-tenths of 1% to 13,850. And lastly, the Russell 2000, down just over four-tenths of 1% to 2,233. But this is where the day did take a bit of a turn, and we've seen it for five out of the last six sessions now, and that is the internals. We continued to get some weaker than usual internals with our markets at new all-time highs, sectors at new all-time highs. But like I said, we've now had five out of the last six days of negative internals. That's not what you want to see. We key off the internals heavily here. And with this kind of market action that we're seeing right now, there's really two schools of thought on this. One that we adhere to very regularly And that is that the internals are an early warning sign, an early indicator of either a pause or a reversal in our markets. That, I would say, is the obvious reason. Once you start to see stocks beginning to break down, 
that can usually spell for future damage for our major indexes. The second, and what we believe we might be seeing right now, is that our market is working off some overbought conditions before the next move higher. So in that regard, it can be a big time bullish indicator as well. And this is what we saw last week. We got weak internals, like I said, five out of the last six days, but we've continued to get new all-time highs in the Dow, the S&P 500, not the NASDAQ, but we have seen it in the tech sector, XLK, the technology ETF, continuing to hit new all-time highs. Just half a percent below it now, the semis also hit new all-time highs, are right at them last week as well. I mean, just within a dollar of new all-time highs last week. And now we're still just $5 away in SMH, the semiconductor ETF. So we're we're a one-day move away from new all-time highs. And some of our biggest sectors, major market indexes. So if we're looking solely at price action, you have to remain bullish here. Our major indexes and our top sectors all in the ballpark of all-time highs, new 52-week highs. So we've gotten exactly the price action that you want to see. Now, again, if we were to see our big sectors, tech and the semis, some 5 to 10% below their all-time highs with these internals, maybe that would be a strong reason to be worried. No, no maybe about it. It would be a strong reason to be worried. But like I said, we're just a one-day move back to new all-time highs. So that leads us to believe that this is still, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, the calm before the storm, before earnings season really kicks off here. And like I said, it begins this week. We've got 23 companies scheduled to report this week, but then next week is when the real fun begins. That number is going to more than triple next week. We get some of the bigger tech names, uh, huge players reporting next week, and a bunch of them. And then the week after that, it doubles again, the week of the 26th. So we're just entering the beginning here of what we expect is going to be a huge Q1 earnings blowout. We talk about it here all the time. Q1 of last year, the tail end of it caught coronavirus insanity. So on on a year-over-year basis, now we've got the reopening trade, uh, companies opening back up, the economy opening back up, it is a perfect recipe for a blowout quarter here in earnings. And that's how what we're continuing to look for here. But like I said, the internals, not fantastic. Look at them now. Advances, beating out decline, or sorry, declines, beating out advances across the board. The NYSE though, really rallied back from the lows of the day here. It was a lot worse earlier. Really almost even. Let me get her a final refresh and see where we finish here at the exact numbers. I mean, four more declining Stocks and advancing on the NYSE. I think it's safe to say that's a flat day. That's not negative. It's really pretty flat. The NASDAQ was a little worse, not quite two to one negative, but new 52 week highs and lows continue to be a bright spot here. Nearly 500 stocks hitting new 52 week highs to 90 hitting new 52 week lows. So roughly just over five to one positive on the day to day. Not bad readings at all there. And then looking at volume, we did come in negative on the NYSE and the NASDAQ, just under two to one negative for the NYSE. 
and just under three to one negative on the Nasdaq. So we'd love to see those numbers improve. And we think as we get into earnings season, we will see those numbers improve. And as the week goes on as well, we expect to see a strong end to this week uh, as we do start to get those big banks reporting. And here's one reason why I say that. Looking at our sectors on the day, this really was probably our bright spot on the day today. Even with our major indexes lower, we saw a number of sectors hitting new all-time highs or still, just like the semis and technology, right in the ballpark of their all-time highs still. So looking at our S&P 500 sectors, if you just saw the sectors, you'd think the market was up because we finished with eight out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day today. Consumer discretionary leading the way, hitting a new all-time high. We're followed there by real estate, just barely below an all-time high today. And the housing index, HGX, did hit a new all-time intraday high earlier in the session. So not bad there at all. Housing, a leading economic indicator here for us. After that, it was consumer staples. And then, as I mentioned earlier, financials hitting a new all-time high. Industrials, big sector, another new all-time high. Big reading there. Uh, materials just right off of their all-time high levels as well, working back to that. That was after industrials. And then our laggards on the day were energy, despite oil being higher on the day, communication services, and technology. Another major factor, though, today, Dow Jones Transports, hitting a new all-time high, up just over three-tenths of 1%. Uh, That's another Dow theory buy signal there. The Dow should follow. I mean, like I said, we're 0.16% away from a new all-time high in the Dow. So great to see the transports hitting a new all-time high today. So strong numbers from the sectors despite our market action on the day today. And finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now lower on the day, down 0.73% to 1,732 an ounce. Silver down a bigger 1.87% to $24.85 an ounce. Copper down about half a percent now, still holding on to its $4 a pound mark at $4.02 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, are one winner from our commodities on the day, now up just under 8 tenths of 1% to $59.78 a barrel. Lastly for today, Bitcoin Now back above $60,000 a Bitcoin today, up 0.66% to 60,029 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.